G'day guys, on today's episode of the Ball Magnets podcast, we have current Norm Smith medalist Bobby Hill, my teammate and Collingwood footballer, who delves into what made his grand final day so special, from his four goals to his hangar to his emotional response as the siren went after the game. What I ultimately loved about the chat was the struggles he's had in his life and how he's overcome them. Things as big as testicular cancer, also losing people very close to him in his life before last year's final series and being dropped for a grand final. Funnily enough, against the Giants in 2019 before we played, played them again in this year's prelim. I hope you guys enjoy this. He's a superstar. He is an absolute superstar. Tom Mitchell Crips at the back. Crips is too good. Neil, 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 yes! Oh, how good was that? All right, this is going to be one of my favourite episodes. I'm preempting this. My good mate Clayton. Uh, some people <laughs> refer him to him as uh, Norm. For the Norm Smith, I like to call him Clayton, or Bobby, that is. But uh, Bob, great to have a chat with you today. We were just at the club then watching uh, the Fox footy grand final replay. There were some pretty cool memories that popped up there. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on board. Um, <laughs> no, it was. It was good to look back on, you know, the unseen things that you haven't seen before, on, you know, outside the obviously grand final. But no, it's great memories and still gives you goosebumps. It does. There was a genuine... Bobby Hill package in there. So basically what they did was they uh, reminisced on key moments in the game, which that first half was was the Bobby Hill, Norm Smith territory. He kicked four in the first half. When did you sort of know? So your first goal was a set shot. I think Bo, Bo set you up. Yeah, so Bo kicked me my first one. It's lucky, no disrespect to Bo, but lucky he can't kick on his left. Otherwise <laughs> yeah. I think. True, chipped it on inside out, didn't he? Inside out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was lucky enough to get on that one. And yeah. then, um, the the second man. one is the iconic one, which is the one will be shown forever which you uh you still you still say sometimes you you're struggling from the effects of the uh, altitude when you got caught up in the air yeah i think i'm still coming down from, <laughs> from space no um yeah again that was probably one of the my, my main favorite ones i mean going for a mark all year and pretty much dropped every single one of them and yeah uh, lucky enough to obviously mark them on the big day so um, at least you've got the ability to get up there mate unlike some of us yeah i think yeah, pretty lucky in that yeah. attributes, but no, yeah, very grateful. Yeah, for sure. And um, how special, what, what I think forget gets forgotten with obviously grand final day, you did Bobby things, but also your prelim and playing against your old team in a big game like that, like that can always be pretty tense and things like that. But the prelim as well, I think, did you kick three in the prelim? Like you, you had a, another big game, like your whole final series was arguably our best finals player, which is which is pretty cool thing to to say, I think Crispy might have won the award, but you were right there beside him. Yeah. But how, you know, difficult and um, interesting was that whole dynamic of playing against your old team? You know, obviously we we're both new to the pies this year, playing against your old team in a, in a big game, and then we end up winning by a point. Like, what sort of emotions were going through your head that game leading into the granny? Yeah, I think because that Melbourne game is when started off, obviously, the, my final series where I kicked the first. You kicked the first goal of the game? Yeah, the first two, and then. Um, yeah, just got comfortable from there and played probably, yeah, my best footy. Um, and then coming the week after beating Melbourne, coming to play Giants, I was shitting myself. And yeah, um, yeah to play against them, it was obviously, you know, what are the odds of that? Yeah. Um, but no, again, it was just that whole week was, um, just had some personal stuff going on. And um, yeah, to obviously get to get a chance to go play um, against the old mob and um, yeah, to win. and playing the grand final it's yeah can't take that i think that's that yeah. and that's just, yeah, very grateful i think that's what gets a little bit forgotten in a lot of footballers journeys but yours in particular 
you know, everyone looks at you, Norm Smith medalist now, how super you were for the Pies all season. But, you know, your journey in some of the challenges you've faced, like the main one that we were obviously chat about um, prior to this, but, um, you know, over the last year and things like that is when you had the battle with testicular cancer and how tough that was and, and finding out that news and it ruled you out. What, was it year 2021? Yeah, 2021. Um, so just that whole year was just like, you know, coming into the year and you're like, all oh, right, you know, I want to have a good year in footy and um, and then just goes straight down from there, obviously finding out having testicular cancer. I was only 21 at the time and um, so knew, knew to being a dad, um, obviously living in Sydney, had no family over there and um, very grateful to have obviously my family there, my partner and my little one and um, yeah, couldn't to thank them enough to, to make me be the person I am, I guess, today and um, yeah, finding out that is obviously, you know, why me and stuff like that wouldn't want anyone to go through that how hard it was um but no i was very grateful to have the support i had and um yeah in that 2021 it was just yeah it was a year i want to you know leave yeah, behind yeah, and yeah. um yeah thank god i had the family I had. it quickly goes i assume from you know football and that being your driver and uh, the challenges you face in footy you know whether it's with your form or injuries and all these sorts of things to you have something that becomes life-threatening. That must just be, like, I've never had to experience anything like that, but, like, how, how scary is that? Because it's, it, it almost makes footy irrelevant, I assume. Like, that, yeah. you didn't care about footy after that. You just worried about your health, obviously, your family. You had little Bobby. Was Bobby born yet? Yeah, he was, yeah, just brand pretty much. Yeah. Brand new at the time. Yeah, <laughs> brand new. <laughs> new toy. Got him out of the shops. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, just finding out that, especially being, obviously, 21. Yeah. Like, you know, I think the odds of... Being a 21-year-old, it's very slim to have it. I think it's just more of a, I think, 30-plus-year-old, um, what the doctor was saying. And, you know, my first thing was when I got told was, am I going to die? Like, Is that what you were thinking? That was my main focus. I was just like, far out. You know, being 21, having even, you know, whatever it is in life or whatnot. And I was just, that was the first thing I said to my, in myself. I was like, am I going to die? Like, got to get on top of it quickly. And the doctor said, it's, you know, it's great that you got on it very quickly and, you know, to actually talk about it. Because a lot of, like a lot of men don't like to, you know, mm. if they do that, I have it, they don't really talk about it as much as, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd love to, obviously want them to do it. Um, but yeah, no, I was thinking I was very lucky to get on top of it and um, get the treatment, the right treatment I've got. And um, yeah, very, very grateful and um, yeah, beat it, so. So like how long, did you ask the doctor, like if you left it for a period of time longer, like how much worse could it have been? Like, yeah. can, it, can it turn really quick unless you get the treatment as quick as possible? Yeah, so when I got the scan, uh, the doctor was like, you know, very lucky you come out this time. I think it was, if you left it maybe a year on or whatever, it could have spread it you know, through, through your whole body. And um, yeah, who knows how long it would have been. But yeah, that's what he said to me. He's very, very lucky to, you know, you talked about it and talked up and um, yeah, to obviously get that. Yeah. yeah. It's obviously, don't want anyone to go through it, but yeah. Guess it's don't be don't be shy and mm. why not just yeah get yeah. it out there talk about it yeah mate it's great that you can talk about it because I'm sure there are people out there young males who are in similar situations and the fact that you did it um, is is super impressive and so how does that help in the way you approach life now are you able to like look through a lens and you know things that um, you know may seem minor able to brush past them because even you know throughout the final season uh, series last year and like you face enormous challenges in your life whether it be the cancer or you know things with family and i know how much you're connected to your family 
and, and your culture as well and, and having to deal with, you know, the loss of family members that you're really close to, like you must have a great perspective on life. Well, that's what I get through knowing you pretty well yeah. now is that um, things that are, are not very serious, like you've got such a good ability to have a laugh and like you're the most jovial yeah. guy in the locker room, <laughs> I would say, because probably maybe because you do have that perspective. Yeah, no, exactly right. Like I look at things now where, you know, the things I went through at a young age, I think it's just made me be... It's the man I am now, like how I see life. It's, you know, don't take anything for granted and, um, you know, share these moments with, you know, your family, your loved ones and whatnot. Like, that's why I love coming to the footy club, especially mm. at, like Pies. I mean, you say it yourself, like, yeah. behind those closed, those four doors, like four walls, sorry, you, I'm a completely different person. Like, I can be the Bobby I am where I can have a joke and, like, I'll have all these things outside footy and get into those doors. I can just forget about it and be myself and then obviously once I'm out there then like that's, that's what a lot of people don't understand with footy players you know they you think they're just going to perform the way they they do and that final series I remember before the Giants game I lost my auntie mm. um and that's like you know outside the footy club I was just didn't want to play or whatnot but coming into the door like the footy club and having all your boys there to take my mind off things and um yeah and just obviously have my partner and my little one there to you know, get me through it and um yeah that's what about life is just don't take it too serious it's you know, loving loving to laugh and the person i am you know joking around and yeah i feel as though we've bonded over that like coming from different clubs you know we chat about it a little bit but we both i guess you know experience experiencing the collingwood way of going about things probably led by fly and how you know being um, at footy clubs, it can be a very serious and daunting and ruthless environment. But I feel like Collingwood is very different in that. Yeah. Like, and I don't feel like we could show our true personalities without that environment that's been created. Like, do you yeah. feel like that? Like, is last week you're walking around? <laughs> this is so funny. In the locker room before the game, uh, before training, you're wearing Coxie's size 18 shoes, <laughs> wearing your big flip flops, and then you run out um, in his big 46 jumper, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, who's the little leg kid that's running around at training?" You, you're on your knees giving out high fives yeah. to the boys. Just um, like things like that, like just makes you remember why you're playing footy around the enjoyment. I feel like yeah. you're probably the key driver of that within the whole playing group. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, like running around with Coxie's big shoes. The shoes are nearly bigger than me. Um, <laughs> and then like, I, I, I don't know what comes into my head when I'm just standing there, like, you know, I've seen his jersey, I'm like, I'm going to put this on yeah. and put it on. And then started just thinking to myself, oh, I look like a little Auskick kid here. Like, yeah. Well, the, the <laughs> sleeves were like over like your oh, arms, so you had to roll them, but the, the jumper itself was down past your knee. So you actually look like the little leg kid. Yeah, it looked like back in the day when like, you know, when you're playing your juniors and it's you start very very very, very early and it's like, you know, how cold it is. Kicking the dew off the ground. Yeah, yeah, doing that. That's what brought back memories where you know I'd be running around with a big long sleeve. The best thing is when you do it though, you don't tell anyone you're about to like run yeah. a gag. Like you'll just run out with the the long 46 dress on and not do anything and then we'll be just about to start a drill like all right boys let's break out and you'll just see you in the forward pocket just like standing there around. like this even the best thing like with the coaches well, they don't take it serious yeah like, i think most clubs would be like what are you doing mate like yeah on. like you know we're trying yeah. to do these fundamentals and whatnot and you got everyone actually like yeah. laughing and enjoying yeah so that's again like one thing with Collingwood, like yeah like once it's time to get serious and play footy but you can always have that little joke flicking the switch i think yeah. that's I think that's what the group is very good at. And yeah. being new to the club this year, myself, yourself, you know, Dan McStay, yeah. Sugar Friend, and Oleg's pretty good at it as well. Yeah. Leggy's pretty good at having a laugh. But giving those opportunities to have have the laugh, have that little mental reset, and then we, we sort yeah. of switch on. I think it's perfect. Yeah, no, 100%. And like, 
again, like, felt like we've, it feels like for me and probably yourself as well, like, We've been there for a long, long time, even though we've only been yeah, there. I feel like I've been here for five, ten years. Yeah. Like even the relationships you've already built. Yeah. I remember like obviously getting drafted and getting into a new club, you're like, you know, a step behind everyone and yeah. learn from whatnot. But as soon as you get there, like I could be myself and as in like, you know, running around with Coxie's shoes on yeah. or <laughs> go joke around with someone or whatever it is. Just, you're always yeah. up to something. Yeah. <laughs> just I wouldn't want to do pranks with Geordie because I think he'd take it a bit too far. Well, so Geordie's probably like, arguing you, Geordie Leg, you'll be top three at pranks. <laughs> I want to know what you got in store next because you're always brewing something. Down in locker 23, down the corner yeah. there, you and Steele are always cooking up something and I just see you snickering away. <laughs> when I see all the boys walk in, obviously you've got that, that post in front of me. So as soon as I'm yeah, that's head right. out, something happens. Well, you're so. pretty good at your, your staple is probably getting in the bin before training. Yeah. And you're the only one that can probably fit in there. Fit in there, that's it. And so we go say, oh, whoever. Jordy, can you go grab us a footy? Yeah. And then you'll hear the footsteps coming and that's your cue to come out. I had a couple, yeah, like last year with Jordy. Ash is a good one at getting, like, scared. Ash Johnson is good, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just good at scaring. It's a fair few. Yeah. I love doing it too. Well, Crispy had the scare cam for a while, but yeah. I feel like I think you're, better at, you're so. better at it. You're better at it. I've got him in my back pocket as well. Yeah, 100%. Did you end up getting a, a premiership tat? You did? Yeah, I got one on my rib. Yeah. Um, so I got that and then a couple on my hand. Are they premiership ones as well? Uh, no, this is obviously 23, the number. And then obviously uh, Junior was born on, on the 23rd. So 23 so. is probably your favourite number? Yeah, that's why I got it. Yeah. Um, as soon as I've seen before that trade got done, yeah. I said to my manager, make sure they've got 23, 23 available, available, otherwise I'm not coming. But that just shrinked <laughs> a fair bit with Rocker and yeah, Kelly true, there wearing true, it. True. Um, all off-season, off I think they always put it in the dryer to shrink it for my size. Yeah, <laughs> true that. Well, I remember... Um, when we were both training out at a friend's gym at Pulse A. Remember yeah. that off season? That, that and we were kind we of feeling that. each other out because I'd heard you were going to Collingwood. And yeah. we, I think we might have trained together. Yeah. We'd done a few sessions out there together and we kind of knew that the other, you, you, your deal was pretty much done. You were going to Collingwood. Straight away, yeah. And you were kind of like, oh, are you coming? I'm like, oh, I hope so. Like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. But I remember that was probably the, the first time I met you. But what I didn't know and what I learned today as well is that Collingwood actually tried to get you a year prior when yeah. Fly first took over. They tried to get you a year earlier. Yeah. And you were looking at the Bombers as the team you're going to go to, and then that yeah. obviously didn't happen. How how come the trade didn't go through? Yeah, thank God that didn't work. But um, <laughs> again, like I just obviously having like you know that cancer stuff, and um, just needed a fresh start. Yeah. So obviously, like you know, talking to the Bombers a bit, and um, I think Fly come in, like Collingwood come in, like maybe two days before the trade period was done, and at that time, I obviously made my choice that I wanted to go to Essendon, and um, obviously didn't get done. Um, and then Fly just said to me, you know, we're coming for you next year, if, you know, have a, um, if that's fine with you. And I was like, yeah, right, done. Like, so you knew like 12 months out that like that was going to be a pitch later in the year? Yeah, pretty much like, because I was talking to them pretty much like, not the whole year, but like sort of the back end. And yep. um, yeah, didn't really talk to Essendon at all until, yeah, no, not, not at all actually, sorry. And um, yeah, Fly had a meeting with them when they played Swans up in, in Sydney and um, from then on I was, was my mind made up and wanted to be at that club. And, yeah, um, to the point where you watched the final Collingwood versus Frio. Yeah. What year would that have been? End of, would have been 2022 final series. Yeah. And you were supporting Collingwood and yeah. you were sitting with your cousin, I think. Were yeah, you? I was with, with Brad and sitting Brad Hill, yeah. Right. And he was saying, mate, why are you cheering so yeah, loud for Collingwood? Yeah, why are you cheering so like, <laughs> Calm down, but like, you're not even. You're not there yet. Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> um, again, like never, you know, very grateful for getting drafted and yeah. at, yeah, at the course. Giants. And, yeah. Um, and you know the, the stuff you you build there, and um, but again, like yeah, again, just needed a fresh start for myself, my family, and 
I'm very grateful for that Collingwood, you know, open their arms up and, you know, bring me through and again, like, I, you know, be myself, pretty much played my best footy in my career and, um, you know, to have that, it's just a trust. And, yeah, 100%. And everyone, yeah, around the, around the footy club. How much did you growing up, because you're a little bit younger than Brad Hill and Stephen Hill, who yep. both had, well, Brad's still going. He's won three flags, pretty epic yep. career so far. Stephen Hill was a star. Yeah. For everyone that remembers him at Freo. How closely did you watch them? Were you guys all close growing up or have you become cl closer since yeah. footy has brought you guys together? Because I remember after the siren went to the grand final and Brad was actually in the rooms post game. Yeah. He came down and saw you yeah. and you guys are obviously pretty tight. Yeah. No, so obviously growing up, my obviously my my family with being so close, um, dad was always telling me, you know, that's you got your cousin Stephen who's just got drafted to Frio and he was my idol. Like, you know, no, he could glide across the ground. He, yeah, it's just someone like the way he played footy was, yeah. you know, until Brad come along and then I you know, followed him a bit. And yeah. then, um, yeah, you know, he was just great. And then I met him a few times. And then he got, I think he got real serious when he got back to Frio. Brad first did, time I yeah, like yeah. hung out with him and yeah, done okay. a few pre-seasons with him. And yeah, um, yeah I think me and, yeah, me and him are a lot closer than um, obviously me and Steve. And, I think because obviously we're the loud ones and yeah, bit yeah. annoying. He, he stayed pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, stays yeah. a bit chilled and whatnot. But um, yeah, me and Brad are I think very very close. That's another reason why I come to Melbourne to to be alongside like close to him. I think we only live literally two minutes down the road from each other. And, yeah, um, dangerous. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fun and like our little ones are Similar, like, yeah. yeah like a week apart. Yeah. Um, and now she's they go to the exact same daycare now and. Um, yeah, little Harriet's bossing Bob around, telling him the that right? just showing him the ropes because she's been there a bit, bit longer. And um, just to see them two grow up and, you know, to have family like that, it's, yeah, just it's unbelievable. And um, to be how, you know, how close I am with him. And um, yeah. yeah, it's just obviously call each other cousins, but he's just, a, you know, my big brother. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's pretty cool. Very, very close. And um, yeah, no, he's very, yeah. And you've got another baby on the way too. Yeah, got another boy. Another boy. So, so Collingwood will be hoping that you get to the 100 game mark pretty quick. Hopefully. We've got a few hills uh, yep. coming through the ranks. Yeah, no, I'll be. Steel's obviously just had another boy. Yep. Uh, he's just had a boy. Yeah, fire, I'll be. The 2020, 20, uh, 40-odd premiership team. Should yeah. start building one. Be <laughs> unbelievable. Having, I think Nick will be, like Pendle's running around with the young ones. So true, true. Nick can look after them and yeah. um, you know, tell them Bob what to do and yeah. get another little one on the way. Hopefully two forwards will be pretty dangerous. Two forward pockets. It is cool always seeing the kids in the rooms. Like Bobby, your little Bobby, so Bobby Jr. He's always running the show post game. He's only getting a little TikTok stuff as well. He needs, he needs an account, mate. He, he could blow up. He's, I love how you always have to block his ears for the song. He, yeah. he mustn't like the song, does he? Nah, he's like, what did he do? The first couple of times he used to cry and then he yeah. got used to it. Um, but even like that, like we can have the kids down there. Like, you know, never been in an environment like that. Like sometimes yeah. I'd try to grab him before like walking to sing a song and he wouldn't come to me and then I'd look and I'd be seeing his, like his face. I'm like, what are you doing here? And Ash has got him or someone else has got him. Like, yeah. that's just the bond we've got yeah, at the footy epic. club where, you know, everyone's kids are like, you know, like your own and whatnot. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he, I think he's loving it. And even just thinking now, like, you know, years to come, he's just, just thinking like, fire out, you know, the way he's going to be holding himself saying, you know, I grew up watching all these boys, like these boys play when I was, at a young age and yeah, being cool, around him, and like you even see like Penders with Jack, so like when oh, he brings him to the, the club, I'm like yeah. I can't wait to do that. Like bring Bobby. Yeah, in. so Jack's just had a school a day of school the other day, and he was just in in the gym with us, yeah, mates, and he's even yeah, kicking the pretty cool, isn't it? In the change rooms, that yeah, like again, that's it's unbelievable and something like yeah, 
down the track when Bob's a bit older and understanding where, you know, bring him in and he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, run the show like he has been. <laughs> but the Norm Smith is pretty iconic. And I think you were saying one day you were going to save it to give it to him, potentially, or yeah. when he's a little bit older, which, because he obviously won't, not going to remember the game. Yeah. But you've played one of the best grand finals ever on the biggest stage and uh, you're watching Silrioli highlights in the locker room before we ran out. Yeah. A bit of motivation. Morning of. Um, yeah, like, that's, like, I've never been so nervous. Like, I wasn't even nervous even before the grand final. Like, the week before, I was shit myself playing yeah. the old mob. But, like, to come in on the biggest stage of doing that and that, like, um, you know, you do your routine, go out to brekkie, have whatever you eat for brekkie, and then come home. And I was just sitting there, and I'm like, I'm going to watch Cereoli's Norm Smith. Well, he's a fellow normie now, so. Yeah, and I was just, like, just sitting there, and, like, you know, one where he ran down. Uh, Someone on the wing. On the wing, Hutchins, yeah. Maybe? Almost done that. Yeah. No, you heard you got someone in the last quarter. Who did yeah. you chase down? I got Starsuit on the on one of them, but I almost ran down one of the. Uh, what was it? Is it Fletcher? The first was his first year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So almost yeah. ran down him, and I just brought back memory. I'm like, almost done that. Like what Cyril done. So you almost manifested it into yeah. Happening. Just to do that and then get a run down tackle is something I wanted to do on the grand final. Like you know, get someone holding the ball. Yeah. Um, even just these little things. It was just like I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah. But do the team thing first, and then. Yeah. Think, yeah, again, like you play that selfish role the whole season and selfless, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like well that's what you did. Like the people that watch Collingwood, you play this selfless role a lot of the times on the fat side of the oval and some some days the ball just doesn't come out oh, there and you you never out there sometimes. How was that? <laughs> Feels that alone out there. You sometimes, sometimes <laughs> probably feel like going to pie stand and having a having a Snickers at go, a Mars bar. Go, yeah, go have a pie and a can yeah. of Coke or something. But then grand final day, you get what you deserve, you get the ball coming your way and you're in these one-on-one -on -one opportunities and just doing Bobby things, as I like to say. Yeah. Even the razzle-dazzle, the one, the left foot snap, like that was a pretty special goal. Yeah, well, that happened when I dropped it, I was thinking, fire, I can't believe I dropped that one. Yeah. And then picked it up, I knew what I was going to do. Like, like yeah, like I don't really get to do those moments. Like, I used to doing them, you know, junior footy and then to do it on a big stage like that, it was just like, yeah. I'm going to do, pretend I'm going to go on my right, but I'm going to kick on my left. Yeah. Hopefully don't belly it. Yeah. Well, maybe that sort of made it more instinctive because sometimes when you get a set shot on those really close spots, all you're thinking is, oh, I don't want to miss this. Yeah. Or even though you flushed your first goal with a set shot and yeah. you kicked another one after they took the hanger. But like when you're in that real close range, sometimes a live play is actually better. Yeah, I think, yeah, you'd rather kick him way out than yeah. going a bit closer. Yeah. But no, again, like, I think, yeah, everything was just, felt like it was just going my way, like, couldn't do anything wrong. And besides, I like, was kicking those last two points or whatever, but. But even to the point when you talk about selflessness and it's something that the team is, is great at and you lead the charge with a number of other guys with the roles that you guys play, but you could have easily slotted a fifth if you wanted to when you had that shot potentially on the boundary, you were going to snap or drop punt and you squared it up to Pendles, which I just thought summed up you as a person and as a player to first of all see that. Like for that play to happen, you yeah. need two guys on the same page for that split second, which could be less than half a second to lock eyes and for you to pull the trigger that quick. What was going through your mind when you did that? Yeah, well, when I got the mark, I was like looking at, so I remember Sidey was just telling me to slow down. I was just looking at him, so what do I, snap it or drop punt? And he was just like, do it, like do what you do. And I'm like. Oh, so you asked him? Yeah, and I was just like, snap or drop punt? And he just like, I think he turned around. I'm like, and that. Should have said left foot checky. <laughs> yeah, it's just a play on. But um, no, like going back and like, in that uh, pre-game, I was kicking it from there and I was just missing everything. And I was just like, didn't have the confidence in myself to go, try snap it or drop punt. And then so 
tend to want to, I was going to snap it anyway if Pendles didn't, was he getting that, that hole where it was free? Um, seen, looking around a bit and then have him on the same page as me. It's, and then give it off to him, like, yeah, finish it off. And pretty iconic, kick his first goal iconic in the, play in the grand final. So hopefully I can get something off him from that. But um, yeah, a bottle of red, isn't that, isn't that what you're asking for? Yeah, just, just to put up in, what, in, the, in the house, have yeah. a sign from him. Nice uh, bottle of, what is he? He loves his red, so he'll give you something nice, surely. Yeah, hopefully. If you listen to this, Pendles. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know if he, I don't know if he does, isn't <laughs> this, but he was saying today he played in five grannies. That was the first goal he kicked, so I reckon he owes you something. Yeah, hopefully. Keep just throwing the price up. I will. He can afford to. it. He can afford it, yeah. Hey, boots would be right. Yeah. What, what about when the siren went? Because your reaction's actually kind of funny. You know, everyone responds differently. Some guys drop, some guys run to the crowd. I don't know what you were doing. What were you doing? Yeah, well, I don't know if, like, ever done it when you were a kid, you know, like you manifest these like little things when you were younger like in the backyard pretend you won a grand final how you react and whatnot mine was always like i'd fall back on that's my what i thought you would do and even like when you get your medal like it always like you know do something but when i'm you know, it happened i just went totally blank and didn't even get the chance to even do that so i seen geordie and jamie elliott ran to the crowd and i took off there and i'm like switched i'm like i don't even know no one here just celebrate and so I ran back and then seen the boys up together and I just ran over and hugged them. <laughs> Did you them. feel awkward when you were celebrating by yourself? I, looked, I felt stupid running over there. And then I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I have no idea who's here. So then like high five, I think a high five someone and then took off yeah. the other way. Yeah. And I just thought, thought to myself, I hope the camera didn't get that. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously. Well, they got it, mate. Because you won the normal. <laughs> no, the camera's gone straight to you. <laughs> I looked that stupid. And then, um, yeah, obviously celebrated with the boys. And then um, another one when I seen Nev Jeddah, he's... Um, you know, he was a big mentor that main he was another one that got me over to Collingwood yeah. as well. How yeah. you know, so went straight to him and shared a little moment with him and uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was just unbelievable to do that and then um obviously having the little one run on the footy field. That would have been the bit, most special part. Yeah, I, I was just hoping some because sometimes when I go like this to him, he just runs straight past me. Yeah. And I was just hoping he didn't do that. And I was just like, if he runs past me and this is on camera, I look stupid. <laughs> but he ran up, hugged me and I was like no, something, yeah, share that moment with them. It's yeah, unbelievable and, um, you know, got photo, got a good photo on my phone, like on my screen savers, see me and him where he's in that confetti and, you know, he's loving it and just like... Making him. snow angels. Yeah, even though, yeah, it's just like stuff like that. I look back at and... Um, so cool. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And when did they tell you, because you were saying that they tell you you've won the, kind of like the Anzac Day medal. They tell yeah. you that you've won the norm prior to it actually being announced. So yeah. you mentioned that you didn't actually hear it the first time because you're in such a blur. Yeah. And then you have to start to think about, okay, I actually got to talk in a second. Yeah. What do I do? I here? remember, well, we had an Indigenous camp this, this oh, last year where Jason Johannesson said, I was just like, what did you do? Like, how do you know you won it? And he said, we got, you actually get told. And I was like, oh, that doesn't, like, that ruins everything. And he's like, yeah, no, nah, but it's, you know, it's good. So you can ding yourself for it. Like, Get, get yourself ready and then I was just totally forgot about that until the lady told me and then that brought back in my memory it. and I'm yeah. like oh, they, they actually tell they you give you some messages of what you need to say or they just say you go for it do what you want but yeah just be ready to talk she just said like congratulations like you won the Norman Smith and I like, went blank wow and just swore I'm like, as if I just done that like obviously that's something I didn't go out there to do like I wanted to go yeah win a medal um a premiership with you know all my mates and to do that and then to have that as obviously um you know great achievement for myself and obviously my family and whatnot but yeah they tell you um and then like they just said you know 
have a speech ready or whatever it is. And obviously, I'm not going to write it. Like, you know, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> go start taking some <laughs> okay, notes on the go side. Yeah. But um, yeah, like if you look at my when I was talking, like I stuffed it up a little bit where I was trying to say one thing and I'm just like. Uh, Wait, you're speaking in front of 100,000 people and probably millions around the country. Yeah. Mate, I should have got a, I was waiting for my shout out for uh, <laughs> lacing you up, your, sec, your second goal. Yeah, I was. Should have, yeah, should have said. Thanks, Stitch. <laughs> um, Stitch. But no, again, yeah, didn't have a speech ready, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. to do that and, um, yeah, again, went totally blank. And even again, like, I was hoping I didn't stuff up. You know, when you put the medal over the kids? That's all I was thinking about. It's the routine of. Yeah. Medal. You don't want to miss the handshake. There's always one no. that misses the handshake. I think it was Bo this year. Yeah, if you would pick anyone, it'd be Bo. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, that's something like I was thought to myself, I pulled the hat out first and yep. hopefully put it out on properly. And then yeah, yeah. Made sure I shook his hand first. If I didn't like do that and he didn't do it, then I'd look even yeah. like stupid on the TV. Yeah, but yeah, my first one was shake his hand, give get him the, the hat, and then get the hat the right. Yeah. And then um, that like that moment there, like I had to when I was younger, I used to be like, this is what I'm gonna do if I ever win a grand final. Yeah. Like, yeah. But two hands up, and I just went blank, and I was just forgot like, about what it. What do I do? So I held the medal and just like, you know, done that. But yeah. again, I was just like, still can't believe how. Yeah, again, like it's a dream come true as a as a young kid who, you know, talk about this for everyone, like how they you know won that medal and to actually achieve oh, you got, it. You got two. You got two. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Clinging them together all yeah. mad Monday. Ting, ting. <laughs> so boys, I'm only responding to Normie today, so if you call me Bobby, you probably won't hear it. You can hear me when I was walking down somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Coming along. Well, speaking of hats, mate, you got a cool hat on, which actually goes with your new shirt, which, yep. what do you think of it? It's great. A um, bit of blue, bit of uh, blue on blue for you today. Ball magnet. Um, I'm not a ball magnet, but <laughs> you're like one You're a norm it. magnet. I'll get, an, I'll get an input for you. <laughs> no, it's great. Fits perfectly. And yeah. Uh, so I'm that's a new merch range which we're uh, we're gonna throw out soon. So, mate, you're the you're the first to get it. So, Thank um, you. yeah, do you like do you like the weight of it? I've, I tried to get like some actual real yeah, quality no, tees, mate. So shout out to Colorplane, a friend of ours, Tommy Wilson, who helped put them together. Perfect. Yeah, you happy with it? Want a hoodie from him too? Yeah, we'll get a hoodie. <laughs> sort. Yeah, true. They're all sold out. Can't get one. Well, mate, if you're getting given a car, you should truly be able to get a hoodie. <laughs> that can't be too hard. Yeah, Tommy, if you're watching this, bro. Yeah, and what and what about moving forward, Bob? Um, before we begin to wrap things up a little bit, but what what else do you want to achieve? Because, you know, you could say, how old are you now? 23. 23. 24 in Feb. Scary. And we're playing, obviously, the Giants opening round, but what do you want to achieve with your footy this next few years moving forward? Because, yeah. you, you know, you've had a, a real taste of success this last little bit. It's pretty probably the best and most special parts of your life, especially after everything you've been through. And yeah. one thing I forgot about as well was you actually would drop for a grand final as well. Yeah. I've been in that situation before too. It's not nice. Yeah, I remember watching, it was the other night when you were talking about it, when you got dropped before it and then like obviously losing one. Yeah. Um, well, you would drop for the Giants v Tigers granny. Yeah. I remember if it, I think it was, it was one of the emergencies, but I think if it was a emergency on, I think I, I, think I was going to play or Lockie Key for one of us. But yeah, it just makes you hungry. Like mm. and I remember winning like um, the finals before to get into the grand final. Just thought to myself, like, no one's taking my spot. Like, no one's. This is my spot. Like, as in in the in twenty nineteen. No, this year. This year. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah. year, like, yeah. when we obviously, and the funny thing is, we beat like Collingwood when I was at the Giants to get into the grand final. Yeah, I was at that game. That was one of the best games I've ever been to live because they were coming home like yeah. a hurricane, and the, you guys were hanging on for dear just, life. Yeah, it was unbelievable game. Like, and look back on that, and um, I knew a, a bit uh, after the game where I knew I was gonna I wasn't gonna play. Like. I was always that whole year where I was 
always you know a backup for someone gets injured or whoever it was so but then like, I thought to myself, like, all right, I'm going to play in a grand final in my first year. But, and then to get dropped, it was just like, you know, as everyone would be, you know, very shitty and, and whatnot. So to win and to play in a grand final this year, I was just thought to myself, you know, like, this is my spot. Like, yeah. I earned it. No one's taking this away. Like, this is, yeah, like, again, this is my spot. I get to play in a grand final. Yeah. Achieve that and to look on the ground and to look around everyone at the crowd and whatnot. It's like, you know, we're here in the last dance. It's, it's fun and everyone's watching us. Not, you know, there's no more after this. Just this game. This so, is it. Yeah. yeah well, mate, it's back to it's back to work as as Fly says now. Um, it's been awesome to achieve it, but mate, we're getting smacked at preseason again. You're breaking every every test, every better the ten meter <laughs> test, the agility. I'm down the bottom, but you're flying. But um, what I've actually found that helps with my training at the moment, I'm actually using this product called Modex. If you want to give it a try, I've got a sh I've got a shot of it here for you. Yeah, I want to give it a go. Hey, give it a go. Well, you probably need a drink, mate. You've been talking about your norm for the last thirty <laughs> minutes. So, so Mo, I've been using this for probably a year now. Yeah. And what I find is it helps with my training intensity so much. So I use it before every main session, my recovery. So it's got natural anti-inflammatory properties. It's very flavour. But give it a taste and tell me what you reckon. Might make me run a bit longer in longer distance. Yeah. <laughs> a bit more, in a bit more endurance. Well, funny you say that because all the Ironmen, this is what they use as yeah. well. So mate, you might you might break the the uh, the two K test as well. It's very nice. It's, the it's yum, isn't it? it goes down well. Because yeah, I normally find with some of these supplements, like they don't actually taste too good. Yeah. But I love love the berry berry flavour, and it's uh, from a pine extract from a forest in France. So natural anti-inflammatory properties. So mate, we, let's get let's get some Modex into you the next couple. Of, you, you'll be uh, you'll be the endurance and the running. and the speed king by the time you're done. Yeah. Well, I have to drink these more, yeah. more often. <laughs> Good little shout out for no, him. Nice. But, um, mate, thanks so much for jumping on. Been awesome to chat. I, I think me. what gets forgotten with you is your journey and still at 23 and some of the challenges you face, but the way that you carry yourself is just so impressive. So, no, thank you. Thanks mate, for having me. It's been uh, unreal. Our first year, I feel like I've known you for years and years as well, don't you reckon? Yeah, 100%. Like when we used like, to hang out with Brad, yeah. buddy, <laughs> out and about, and now I finally get to know the real Bob. So, yeah, no, it's great. Thanks for having me. And Nice, Drink up, <laughs> get that endurance up, mate. Fine. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, bro. Epic. That was awesome. Thank you. Did you actually like it? I actually did. Good. Take a few if you want, mate. Actually, so good for you. I'm actually gonna be. I was a bit flat Monday, so. <laughs>